We've got a great guest for you today on Affiliated. Thanks for joining. I'm Thomas McMahon. I am interviewing one of my good friends and leaders in the space, Amber Spears, all about how to find and recruit super affiliates for your brand. If you don't know Amber, gosh, I'm excited for you to get to know her a little bit here, but she is prolific. She is one of the owners of East Fifth Avenue, one of the founders of Traffic Tribe and Mimosa Mastermind. She's helped generate over 320 million front end sales for the brand she's worked with across 500 companies. She's seen it all from being a super affiliate to owning a brand, trying to onboard super affiliates and everything in between. She's a great affiliate manager trainer, for example. So without further ado, let's dive in and meet Amber. Awesome. So Amber, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us here on the Affiliated Podcast. Like I just said, one of my favorite people, I'm honored to call you a friend in the space and I've learned so much from you and probably regurgitate a lot of what you taught me across this type of podcast and other people. So I'm excited for you to jump on and share a ton of value with our listeners because I know we're going to drop some knowledge here. Thanks so much for being here. I'm so excited. I was I was just telling you before, like I love doing anything with you. And I just I love that you're you've become one of my closest friends in this industry and I just admire you so much. And I love what you've built here at ClickBank. And you know, you're just somebody that we can always rely to and turn to, whether it's helping solve a business problem or like cutting it up on the dance floor and like be fun. You <laughs> know what I mean? It just you're such a good man. And I just really appreciate your leadership and continued growth in the space. So Oh, thank, thank you for you. having me here. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. I feel all warm and fuzzy inside now, but me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I am stoked to talk high value affiliates because I know you've got the, one of the, I think the best views in the industry with what you do at East Fifth Avenue and Traffic Tribe and how you can operate with some of the businesses your partners on as a super affiliate for some people, but also operate as an offer owner and kind of get traffic from others and teach to all that kind of stuff. So you know, we kind of, we live in this DRMP group and some of these other Facebook groups who kind of see the struggle and we talk with these people that are up and coming and getting affiliates is always a hard part for them. Cause I think there's a lot of misunderstandings there that I hope we can cover through this. And a big one, I'd just like to start this out with defining what is a high value affiliate. If someone's like, I just need a super affiliate. I need high value affiliates. What is that to you? Yeah. And, and I think we both get this question a lot. You know, it's like, where do I find these, these super affiliates where I find these big affiliates. And I think the first key in my mind is always defining like who that is to you and your business, because each person is on a different path on their business path, right? Just like we're all on different paths of our lives. So we're all in different size businesses, different types of businesses, and we're all in a different trajectory of growth. And so I think the first thing is kind of identifying who is a big affiliate partner to you? You know, like a big affiliate partner, for example, to us, like on our keto resource side is someone who's doing like $200,000 a month or more for us, right? That's like a super affiliate. That would be what we would consider to be someone in our top kind of tier. For other affiliates they are like, you know, their mind's blown by that. And they're like, it's, you know, a super affiliate to me would be someone who can drive $20,000 a month worth of, of sales for the business. But to other people, like, you know, you talk about Brad Howard and research and those guys, it's like a big affiliate to them is someone who's driving, you know, a million bucks a day or, you know, 2 million plus a month. So it just, it just kind of depends on where you are in your business and what you consider a super affiliate. And then in my mind, you work backwards from there, which is like, you know, to, to us, it's all about clarity. I think the most important thing in business is actually being clear. It's not really even the sales. It's not anything else. It's it's the clarity of it. And so first you have to do your market research 
around like who is a big affiliate to me and reverse engineer it. So if our affiliate is someone who can drive $200,000 a month plus, then we're going to say those are the people that we, we need more of. We're going to spend the most time on. We're going to give them the most resources, the most attention. And then from there, it's going to be our next pool of affiliates, which in my mind, it's like super affiliates are also whales like in that terminology. They're the ones that drive most of the business. Like, you know, we've, I've audited over 500 different companies and worked with over 500 in the last three years and all, all just around their affiliate marketing. So I've actually looked on the back end of their, of their, um, you know, all the people they're working with. So I can see that there are patterns and it's the same thing when we're working on the back end and acting as the affiliate team for other offer owners. You know, we have someone that that's one of the top affiliate partners in the space and he's getting 300 requests a day from strangers to work with him right so the, like you have to kind of understand what you're dealing with so it's like whales dolphins minnows right and they they can all change on size and ability depending on what's happening in the world right like covid caused many companies to explode that weren't that big pre-covid right and it dramatically crippled a lot of other companies that were big and now the landscape has changed so understanding that once you start reverse engineering here are my super affiliate or my whales this is what it looks like to me in this time frame of my business and then the next step is a dolphin this is the size that a dolphin would be right which is like a, a middle tier affiliate some people like to call them you know gold affiliates right and then here's what our silver affiliates look like. Here's how much they can drive and just getting really clear on what that is. And then reviewing that every year and saying, does this still hold true for me? Is this still accurate? And so just, you know, just kind of trying to work through that clarity. And, and then on the flip side is also knowing where you stand in the totem pole, so to speak. Right. So it's like, if I want to work with big affiliates, super affiliates, am I a super affiliate? You know, like, am I a super affiliate to them? Not just do I consider myself one? You know, how, how big is my business? How much revenue am I driving for them? Like, how quickly am I growing? You know what I mean? Just really understanding that because this is a relationship-based business when you're talking about affiliate marketing. And so if you don't have a clear idea of who you're in relationship with, you're not a very good partner. So I think that's just really the first thing is like getting clarity, like, Who's a super affiliate to me? Who's driving the most revenue for me? And then where do I fit into to this dynamic in the community as a whole, in the industry, in my community of affiliate partners, right? Just kind of really understand that, being curious about where you fall and who these people are. Let's, let's dive into that a little bit because the, I think Josh you know, Rosenberg, you put that question out there in the group. We pulled a little bit for some questions. It's like, you know, what if I'm in a new niche or let's say you're not a beginner, but you're coming into affiliate marketing fresh, maybe you've been an established business for a bit. How do you start to define those types of whales and dolphins and minnows for yourself? Is it based on what your current revenue is at or your customer acquisition is at? Like what are some ways that someone can quickly start to kind of like identify those bands of types of people? That's a good question. I mean, I think one of the things that's cool about ClickLink is that you make it easy for people like to identify who these people are that are driving volume on your platform, right? So like if I'm, if I was in health and wellness, which has been my focus for many years, and I decided that I now want to be a biz op offer, then the first thing that I would do is go on ClickBank and see who's in that category, right? I'd be like, okay, these are the people that I need. They're the ones that are the movers and shakers. And you tell me in order who's doing, you know, like right. the most amount of volume. Mm -hmm. And those would be the first people that I would target. And I would reach out to them and say, listen, I'm not new 
to business. Like here are all the things I've done here, you know, where we, we've been at with our offers, you know, but, but I am new to this category and here are my goals, right? Like I want to do, maybe it's a million dollars in the next 30 days or whatever it is. Like here are my goals. I'd love to get to know you. Here are the people that, you know, I've had relationships with me before from a business perspective that you can ask about me. And would you be willing to have a conversation, jump on the phone and be one of my affiliate partners? Like, I think that's always important. Like you hit it before where you're like, they might not be new to business, but they're new to this. Like I always like to leverage and transfer those skill sets because you're not really starting from scratch. Like Josh isn't starting from scratch. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like leveraging what you have, there are people that are listening to this that will be starting from scratch. And that's a different like approach, but still similar, like going on and looking at the categories. Like there really is, no other technology that's going to show you who's driving business like the ClickBank platform will, right? It's like, like there you see all the offers, you see like what's working, you see, you can, you know, you can kind of guess or talk to your account rep and ask them who these people are if you have the credentials for that, right? Like, you know, this is like, this is right, part of it. But I was, account, you get access right. to that. Yeah. Now, right, can, exactly. Gosh. I'll go on exactly. a bit of a tangent there because yes, there's some tactical things you can do as a platinum client with an account manager. And I'd say this is probably true across any platform you're on, right? Regardless of ClickBank or not. And part of that is just understanding what helps someone do a better job with you or mm. for you, right? And asking kind of better questions. Because right, the common question I would get when I was in account management would be, hey, I need affiliates. Do you know anybody? It's like, well... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot yeah. of them, right? But like you said, though, defining who that is and sharing that with the account manager you're talking to, and then also sharing what you're doing to recruit and who you're already working with can be a huge help. Because yeah. I find that if what I usually push back on people go, hey, do you have any affiliates? I go, yeah. Can you get me the list of people you're already working with or have already mailed for you and who your perfect affiliate is? Right. Define that for me. That lets me not go reach out to the 80 people you're already working with and saves me a ton of time. Like identify the five people you should be working with that you aren't and I can classify them that yet yeah, they match what you need to or they're a degree off and I can clarify with them or you why they're still valuable to work with. But getting very specific That's... with that type of question and that type of data helps an account manager or whoever you're chatting with at a network go get you those types of things much faster than just, okay, yeah, let me see what I can get you. It's going to be all over the place. Well, I just love that because I get, you know, I get hit up every single day every single day i get an email in my inbox where someone has a brilliant idea of paying me money and giving me a second tier to make introductions to them they're like <laughs> hey i have this new offer can i you know you know everyone can i give you second tier for all your interests and if i did that i wouldn't have a job like that's all i do right it's like i just be making these introductions but that's always my first thing it's like great do you have first of all no like i don't do that anymore you can pay me a flat rate to do that um, I don't, I just, I don't do that anymore because it just takes up too much of my time and it's not worth it. It's all dependent on how your offer performs I think people and how miss, you deal with them. And, yeah. I think people don't understand right? how much like, time that actually takes. It's, so much yeah. time. And it's for them, it's like, it's just an email. And it's like, no, it's the hundreds of hours that I've spent with them at every single conference for the last 10 years and building relationships and hanging out with them in the pool and spending time at their family's houses with them. That's why I can fire off an email and no, I'm not willing to, to breach that confidence and that trust because you want to pay me 10% of an offer that I don't know whether it converts or not. So no, I'm not willing to do that. But if I do like you and we're friends and you're willing to, you know, work in a way that works for me, which is paying me a flat fee per month and we'll find you and get in this. And the way you're going to help me is a list of all the people that you're currently working with, the volume that they do for you, 
and also a list of people that you love to work with, right? And when you're talking about looking at the two, sometimes we might look at the two and say, oh, you know, you want to work with this person, but you don't have any of the assets that will work for them, right? Like they're like a social media affiliate. So none of your assets are going to work, right? So like, if you want to work with them, I'm happy to make an intro, but like, we need to have a discussion about getting them the assets that they need. Or I see that you have an $80 CPA and like, really, I know that they're making a lot of money with this other company that's a similar offer that's paying them 120. So like, you know, there's just, this is what I'm talking about, about knowing the landscape and knowing your like your partners, because once you start getting into that, into the weeds with them, you start understanding who's driving the business forward with them. You have an understanding of how to make the best intros and like what, what works for them. And also just knowing the types of affiliate partners that you want to work with, because you know, the, the, the super affiliates in my mind are the ones taking the most risk of the media buyers, right? So like everyone wants to work with them, but they don't have the highest converting offers, the highest payouts, the fastest payouts, right? So it's like, Th those are a certain type. Then you have like, you know, your, your list managers, which are like Listgram and, you know, Edscow and Warrior Meet and all these guys that, that manage big email lists. But even then, you know, they, they're going to need you to have, have a high converting offer or pay them. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, even within all the lists that they manage, all those people are top affiliates for other partners. So this is what I'm talking about, like really understanding the, the nuances and the web of connection between it. Because if not, you're going to step into it and you're going to wreck this web, not understanding who you are, who they are, how they're connected, which business partners are partners with what offers, because they're also partners with different offers or have their own offers or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's, this is what happens. Let's clarify that for somebody. Let's go, if we can, to yeah. that example you gave of one of those top super affiliates you're working with who gets 300 requests a day to be right. an affiliate for other brands. Right. Like, let's pare that down a bit and maybe explain what's actually happening with their business. Because I think that would help a listener who's going, I just need to work with a super affiliate. Understand right. who they're talking to at that company and what's going on behind the scenes and why it might feel like they're running uphill or running in sand trying to get traction here. Yeah, I, lo I love this question. I, we, were, we were talking about before, and I love how you look at it over like the course of a year, right? I like to look at it like, because I'm... I'm good with money math. I'm not great with, I'm great with money math, but, mm -hmm. but I was homeschooled. I never got taught math. So I, I like to look at them in chunks. I look at them in 30 day chunks. Um, so if you think about it, think of a top affiliate partner, one of these people that, you know, is getting 300 different requests a day to be an affiliate partner of someone else. Right. So if you look at a calendar month for them, if they're emailing every day, let's also make the assumption that they email their list every single day on that 30 day calendar on average, 10 to 15 times a month, they're going to have their own offers being promoted because it's their company and they make more money selling their customers more of their own things, right? So now let's just chop it in half. Now there's 15 days left in the calendar month for them to promote a third party offer, right? So out of that, they're going to give priority to one of two different types of affiliate partners. Of the two types of affiliate partners, what is true between the two of them is that they're going to have an established relationship with these two types of affiliate partners. So one type of affiliate partner is going to be somebody that drives a lot of revenue for them, right? That sends them quite a few customers. So they're going to want to keep those partners happy, right? So that's going to be one type of affiliate partner. The other type of affiliate partner is going to be an offer that they make a lot of money with, right? So they're, they're monetizing their email list. They're monetizing, you know, and getting back 
some of the money that they paid out to acquire this customer, maybe on paid media. And sometimes those affiliate partners can be one and the same, but a lot of times they're different, right? A lot of times, you know, they might send customers over, but it might not be a fit for that affiliate to promote it, right? So it's just, just kind of understanding landscape. So now let's take another, so if we have 15 assigned to the internal person selling their own offers, and now we have, you know, 10 assigned to third-party offers that either make the money or affiliates that drive them customers, that leaves us with five spots that are open. So on those five spots, who's going to get the next preference? On average, it's going to be somebody that they have a relationship with, right? Somebody that they've, they've seen at Mastermind, someone that has been persistent in their follow-up or an offer that's a perfect match to their avatar that they serve, like a really great offer that they've been wanting to run. And then if you think about that, if you're having 300 people a day fighting for those five spots a month, how do you get priority on that, right? And and we were talking about this before where it's like, like how do I jump and cut the line? Would you call it? It was like such a great- Oh, I don't know like, if that's what the actual term is because I've never been to Disneyland, but it's like the Disneyland <laughs> yeah. like super pass, right? Where you get to cut right. in front of the line and get to the faster expedited line or like right. Amp Southwest premier boarding, right? You get to jump in front of the everyone else who woke up at 6 a.m. to book their flight. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. The way that you do that is you, you prepay or you guarantee or you rent that spot out, right? So that you take the risk off of them to promote you and it is a real risk like yeah let's dive into know, that because i think not to interrupt you but i think that's a key no. part people don't understand they're like right. i'm gonna pay 75 percent commission right like what's the big deal like it's like you know why can't they take a chance on it it's a good payout right well it's a huge deal because like for <laughs> us for example like the way that we pay our team on the keto resource side of the business is our email revenue so if we test it and we just, I was just talking so to that's your profit generator, employees. right? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. our profit generator. Right. So we tested three new offers that were giving us a hundred percent commission and it were people that we really liked and we knew we trusted for in a week period and they all bombed, like they bombed, right? Like zero money at all. And so we cannot afford to do that next week. So now next week, we're going to pull out all the offers that we know convert really well and try and send them harder and try to get back up to where we were. Now, if that happened four weeks in a row, eight weeks in a row, we'd have to be letting staff go. Like, this is how serious it is. It's not just like, oh, I didn't make as, as much money as I wanted to make for this list. Um, and, and you know what? I'm... I, I'm sorry about that. I just didn't make as much money. It's literally the lifeblood of our business. And it's the lifeblood of most people's businesses. And especially in this type of marketing and direct response, right? And like e-com, like this is, this is how we're making our money. So it's not just, oh, I promoted it and it bombed. It's we have to navigate that and we can't have too many bombs in a row because that cripples our business and that hurts our ability to, to pay our team, right? So it's just really understanding that. And I, I just want people to really sit with the gravity of that. It's like, I understand that you're giving 75% commission away, but your offer more than likely is gonna bomb, especially if it's new and you just have to be aware of that, right? And I've never understood, I'm gonna go on a rant for a second. I've never understood why someone will spend thousands of dollars on a copywriter, on a web dev team, on a design team, on attending these expensive masterminds that they don't even know are going to be a fit for them and like all this other stuff but when it comes time to poning up a little bit of money to take the risk off of 
the affiliate partner that's taking a risk on your business to grow your business for you for literally free if they say yes and take all the risks on them why you won't say hey you know what my offers new. let me put aside a little bit of money to prepay or to guarantee like my spot on your calendar so you don't have to take all the risk it's just so frustrating to me because it's like well, you know, no matter what, right, cause they'll say like, well, that's why we need affiliates because it's performance marketing. Right. Well, they'll win if we win and all that, but right. you're describing it's a real risk for them to mail an unproven offer and it bomb. Cause if they do that too many times, right. They're letting go staff. It's their, right. It's their operational costs that they're covering. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, and it's also like, I just think it's such short-sighted thinking because it's like, you know, and, and it's, and it's important to have a balance. So let me like bounce back for a second. It's important to have a balance, right? You're going to have friends, real friends with me. It's the best part about doing affiliate marketing that will test for you. But the difference between a test and a full send is very different. Yeah. Right. And so like the, the difference between dipping my toes in the water to help you while you're figuring out your messaging and your hooks and, you know, increasing your average order value and all that stuff is very different than this offer performs really well on its own. If I remove my emotion away, if I remove my feelings of friendship for you, this offer on its own stands and it works really well and it's a sound financial business decision. So I'm gonna go all in and do it, right? So there's a big difference between the two of them. And it's nice to have friends that will test and be willing to do those things. And some of them will do full sends and they're okay if it bombs because they have that built into the risk of their business and that's just something they can afford. But like, I've never understood why we come to this attitude of and being like, well, it's an unproven offer. You barely know me, but I'm going to give you 75%. Other people are giving you 50. And so you should do it. And it's like, I know I'm not willing to prepay for it because you're I'm an affiliate partner. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay you. It's like, that's so short sighted. And it's also like, it's just, it's going to kick you to the back of the line. Like if you're talking about those five spots that are available, just go to the back. You're going to wait months and months and months and months. And when you first have your offer, the most important thing that you need is data. You need yeah. to know how it's performing. So if you're waiting months, like, why don't you just now do yourself a favor? If you're new, or even if you're an offer owner or affiliate manager, that's been struggling to get traction, set aside some money so that you can prepay for your slots on their calendars. Right, because people assume that, oh, affiliate traffic is free, right? Because it's, I'm just right. going to pay for the performance of it. But in reality, you need to pay to play a bit to kind of get some good traction going. Because I'll say this, like I really like a lot of the list managers in the space. You named some of them already because a lot of them are happy to test new offers. But right. like you just mentioned, test traffic is much different than a dedicated send. Right. Because if you look at a list manager, they might be sending out millions of emails a month. They've got the bandwidth right. to test some things because they want to find the next diamond in the rough offer that they can go big right. on but you're going to get the most random traffic you can imagine, right? It's going to be to this like small segment over here and that small segment over there, or just smattering of different interests and likes. Like it might be sort of a fit for your offer or not. They're going to kind of slot it in where they can and they kind of have, right. it might be to the junk traffic for like a better term or kind of like the really retired people on the list that aren't very engaged. Right. And so it's like, oh yeah, they tested it, but they only sent 300 clicks. It's like, well, that 300 clicks was probably a couple thousand emails at least, right? right? Um, and if it didn't perform right. very well, now you're just hustling to get more test traffic. You don't know what that list necessarily was. If you're doing a buy or paying somebody to kind of do a drop, you're more guaranteeing their attention and the good right. traffic and the good list from them. And you're much more likely to get data back from them too. Hey, we sent to our 45 women and up, right? We sent mm -hmm. to the recents and all that kind of stuff. 
And then you can get that data and actually work with it to improve the offer. Right. And I think the other thing is like getting enough data too, yeah. right? Like that's the, that's the thing. If you're waiting in line forever to get, you know, this affiliate traffic, like, you know, that, that you're just, if you're a fast mover and this is like your livelihood, like just do yourself a favor and set aside some money. And by the way, the best and most robust affiliate programs that I know, like when you're looking at like Agora or you're looking at Warrior, you're looking at any of these other programs, they're buying drops you look at golden hippo mm -hmm. like they're not just relying on affiliate partners it's to CPM promote them. campaigns essentially for them right, right? Yeah. exactly they're setting aside budget to do this and that's what that you know just like you hear me talking about on a regular basis which is like why is it important to have an affiliate channel in your business well it's important because if you're only relying on paid media strategies right if you're only relying on acquiring names from facebook or google or youtube you're reliant on the whims of these algorithms changing and they're going to change. That is for sure. They're going to change. And if you don't have an established channel that's based on relationships, when it changes and you have no way to acquire customers and you have this huge overhead and your business comes to a standstill until you figure out how to do these ads, this can save your business. Like it's never going to be as big as it, you know, you being able to scale your offer to the moon on paid media, but it can be like literally millions of dollars, like, like at the minimum, it can be like, you look at research, like, mm -hmm. you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it can be huge, right? Yeah. It can be a huge business, but like, that's like the important part of like diversifying even your affiliate pool. It's like looking at it and being like, okay, like if I want like some of the big list managers to promote me more than once a month, can I go to them and say, Hey, like, you know, my, my one offer is very established. You know, that it converts well. I've got three more offers in the hopper. What my fear is, and I talk about this a lot, it's like people are like, I don't want to go pay iRoly for drops because I'm worried they're going to stop like promoting my, my main offers. And this is when you come to them and you say, I have fear. I want more traffic from you, but I have fear that if I prepay for stuff, then it's just going to end up being oh, a prepay Oh, the performance relation. marketing part goes away a right. bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Does I that happen that or is that just something you have to negotiate? Happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It happens sometimes when you don't have conversations, it's just like a regular relationship. You know what I mean? Like, and, and what I would do and what I recommend my clients to is like, have them run your most established offers, like as a performance-based relationship, but your new offers, the ones that you're optimizing and the ones that you desperately need test traffic for, pay them for that and talk to them about like having a blend. Hey, you know what? And even sometimes if your offer performs well, you actually end up paying less out when you do drops, right? So it's like, maybe I can buy more of them at a time that will drop my rate, right? Or maybe we only do our test traffic ones until it hits a certain KPI for them internally that they can now switch and just be a performance-based affiliate, right? So just being willing to have these conversations and coming to them and being like, dude, you're my biggest affiliate partner and like, I need it. Like, I really want to keep growing my business. What would it look like to do 25% more with you? What do you need from me? you know, to do that. And it's just like, these are, these are, I think one of the reasons why you and I have a lot of longevity in the business and why we do well, because we're willing to have conversation. We're willing to say that like most people listening would probably never think to go to their top affiliate partners and express fear or like anxiety around something yeah, or well, like I a think desire. Right. It's that people do business with people at the end of the day. Right. And like well, all everything you've been saying, right. right. Kind of bleeds back into knowing, liking and trusting who you're working with and that's who gets elevated. And then when you have that type of right. relationship built, cause you've gone to masterminds, you've gone to these groups, you've engaged with people on a human level, you can have those more honest conversations about it and not feel 100%. without the 
maybe with some anxiety and fear, but not as much as I, I'm gonna get it right. taken advantage of. It's like, hey man, this right. is where I'm at. Like, this is what we're doing. How can we work together despite this, right? It's like, oh yeah, well, here's right. what we could do. They're often pretty right. collaborative conversations. 100%, especially when you, like you said, you have the relationship built. So I just, I just think it's important. Like you can have anything that you want, you know? Like I, I get this question. I know we saw that on some of the comments. I don't know who asked it, but it's, this is a common. And, and I think there's multiple people that said that they're like, you know, how, how do I get one-way traffic? You know, oh, I don't so, want to do reciprocals. Yeah, talking, right, that's a very common thing here. It's like, oh, I'll send a few cents for me kind of thing. Like, yeah, how do you help people right. negotiate through those? Yeah, well, you know, the the number one request that I get from every single client that I work with is, Amber, I don't want to get into the reciprocal <laughs> game. How yeah. do I get one-way traffic? And I'm like, dude, I've got you. Like, I literally have. This is a magic wand. I have it right here. I can wave it at any point in time for you and solve all your problems. You'll never have to do another third-party offer again literally ever if you don't want to and they get so jazzed and I'm like tell me what it is and it's like dude you just prepay like it's really super simple like <laughs> if you don't want to get into the game of tit for tat then just pay it right then just pay it and they're like no I want everyone to take the risk for me right so it's just like I think this is like the, the big thing like when you're talking about relationships like what good relationships do you know of that are one way not many yeah right? very toxic so, ones right <laughs> very toxic yeah. ones right very toxic ones and I think there, but I do think that for people that, you know, only want the one-way traffic, my first thing is like, be willing to prepay. The second thing is letting them know, and you know, just, I want you to, to take a breath right now with me. If you're listening to it, you feel triggered. You don't have to do research for everyone is the other thing. Like there are ways of navigating to this. Like for example, JJ Virgin is always a good one uh, that I give as I use this example. So. For years, the way that JJ works with her top affiliate partners is any affiliate partner that was her top 30 partner in 2020 will be the only affiliate partners that she promotes in 2021, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like very clear when you're coming in, you know this, and it's smart because it's like a market to message match. You know, if like their stuff is working for you more than likely, you're going to be a good affiliate for them, right? So it's just, she's up and she's in that place in her career that she can do that. It kind of gamifies so it too for the affiliates, right? Yeah. Right. It, <laughs> it gamifies it for them. And and the other thing too is like, you can change it. And I tell this to clients all the time. Like, I think we need to decide, you know, when they're saying I, I only want to do one way, it's like, okay, great. Then let's decide if we're in hyper growth mode or if we're in brand building mode, because if you're in brand building mode from the beginning, you're not going to do a lot of third party offers, right? Cause you're just focusing on your brand. But if you're in hyper growth mode, then you're going to want to promote as many people as you can and get as much money as you can and get as much traffic in as you can because you have certain goals. So it's going to be different. But maybe once you hit your target, maybe it's $5 million, then we're going to go on and say, okay, now that we're at $5 million, we're going to start tapering it down. We're only going to promote our top 20 affiliates. And then after that, we're only going to promote five affiliates a year, right? So it's just it's just knowing that like it, the landscape changes in your business, you can change how you interact with them. But again, at the end of the day, it's like, if you only want one-way traffic, offering 100% commission is not enough because your offers aren't proven. They don't know you. Prepaying is the way to go. And then once you have established data and metrics, I don't see why you wouldn't keep prepaying because more than likely, you're going to end up saving money in the long run by doing these prepays and you're going to have more traffic on demand. And you can do a blend. That's what the best programs, the most robust strongest you know most stable programs that are growing have a blend of you know prepays with performance they also have a a blend of different types of affiliates that they work with 
you know, they have their traditional email marketers, they have their media buyers, they have, you know, their, their bloggers, they've got, you know, they're, they have everything, right? They, they're, they have a lot of diversity within that, their own, like department of affiliate marketing. And I think that's also a big weakness that I see for the people that are struggling. Yeah. That's, they're stuck trying to just get any traction, right? And it's hard for right. them to think long-term, which I think going back to some of the things you're highlighting here, it's define, right? You need to define the right type of affiliate for you from that whale dolphin minnow example and realize, right. okay, we might just be able to play with minnows and dolphins right now, right? Maybe the whales yeah. are out of our reach for the moment and then rise up mm -hmm. with the people that you're working with until you can play with those whales and talk on their level. And then also too, like you said, define who you can be an affiliate for because it's rare that... Right a brand couldn't promote anybody, right? It's like, you just right. may not be able to promote some of the really aggressive offers out there or something, and that's what you're worried about. But there's probably, that brand probably has other types of landers you could promote to. Most of these brands have right. different types of landers and looking pages. So no, I can't right. promote your high converting VSL, but I can promote your e-com looking lander, no problem, right? I'm kind of trying to figure those yeah. things out. And that's so- That's smart, and you can test, and you can, and you, you can take, you don't have to send it to everyone, <laughs> right. right? You can segment it out and, and test it and see like what's really working there. And you know, when you're talking about kind of working with people of your similar size, I'm going to go back to JJ, but she has a, a really great example. Like um, she talks about the power of eight. This is actually something she coined from Brendan Burchard, Brendan, her, Mark Hyman, all these other people, you know, years ago over, you know, a decade ago, like they were successful, but they, they still maybe didn't have as many New York Times bestselling books or, you know, <laughs> Like millions, they were right? They still didn't in have like mode, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were they were they were not yet one hundred percent of a household name. And so this was Brendan's idea to do the power of eight. And so there was eight of them that would promote each other on podcasts, do webinars together. That was their go to person for nutrition, their go to person for personal development. Like, you know, that if they got invited on one podcast, they'd invite the other seven. Mm. Like, hey, you should talk. right. So they were like very tight. And they've all grown exponentially huge from that, but they didn't start at that place, right? And so I just, I think that's something that anyone could do. You know, if you don't have money to prepay, but you have time to establish relationships, then understand that's gonna be a different road, but you can do both at once, right? But if you don't have the money, like going out and finding people of your similar size that serve, serve the same avatar, right? That serve the same people would make a lot of sense. That makes and anyone sense. can do that. Let's, as yeah. we get close to wrapping this up, let's dive into that channel for it. Like, where do you actually go to find super affiliates or, you know, like we're just defining the right affiliate for you now, where do you kind of find right. these people? Yeah. So, um, I, I sat down and like kind of wrote some out of, of the way that I find them. So, um, really kind of like the simplest ones, one would be like getting on everybody's email list. So like opting into, you know, these oh, going actually, on like a customer thing, would, offers, or, yeah. would, right. or buying one of their lower ticket things, right. Or getting one of their lead gen thing and just have like a seated email list where you're like seeing what offers are coming up and like seeing who's being run multiple times. So, you know, if they're running a lot, if you're seeing one on the three different list managers and you're seeing them run quite a bit, it's like, okay, this is like a new affiliate I need to know. Right. Or like, this might be a big affiliate that has an offer I haven't seen yet. So just kind of seating yourself on all these different lists so you understand who's like actually being run so that's a one way to do that and then you can ask for introductions when you have a relationship with them right i do that all the time the, the other that, thing that's is one of the biggest people ways people hit me up they go hey i saw this offer right, right? I, right. I, call, I call it the network right. effect you start to get traction right. across these bigger lists and then all these other right. people pile on yeah right and then you know 
finding people's leaderboards when they're doing mm -hmm. contests and launches. Like that's a great one because you're going to see in order of how much volume they sent and who's winning all these contests, like who's up there. So that's another really great way of being. So that means that you not only join their, their customer email list, that means you're joining their affiliate email list, mm -hmm. right? So it's like this other one. So this is another nuance. You need to be on both. You need to be seated on both. And obviously you need to be a good partner of them to get these intros, right? So like, just, just like a side note, but I think that's like a really easy one to do. And I feel like people remember that like at the beginning, but then they tend to forget and their affiliate manager's busy and then their affiliate manager's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anybody. Like, you know, it's like, well, when's the last time you looked at your seated email list? When's the last time that you asked for introductions, right? So that's my, my next one, which is like doing intro swaps with people, right? So it's like, if I'm, if I am meeting new people all the time, which I am, right? I can introduce you to people you don't know yet, but keep a list of who you're working with, like you said, right? So that I know who you know and you don't know, but like I do that all the time. And so does my affiliate manager. Once a month, they're calling other affiliate managers and saying, hey, who who can you introduce me to? Just one a month, right? You do that with, you know, mm -hmm. all of your affiliate partners. That's a lot of introductions per year, right? So it's just like, leveraging the power of your network and who you're meeting and, and, and doing mm -hmm. introduction swaps. And that's one of those things too, that a newer person who might not have a big email list or budget, right? right? That's a big way to add value right. is to give intros. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're building this network out to actually, oh, you should talk to this person, they have this and you add this benefit that way. That's kind of how I, you know, I don't have assets myself. I have this exposure to the ClickBank network, but that's how I kind of made a name for myself initially with my clients was just trying to make as many intros as I could for them that were tactical right. and profitable. And it's like you get, right. yeah, you build up a ton of good faith that way. Yeah, you nailed it. There's a nuance to it too. Like, you know, I'm very protective of my top contacts, right? Like everybody wants an introduction to Wellness Mama or, you know, Hyman's or like whatever. And like, I just don't give them mm -hmm. unless they say they want that. So they go through a whole filter process with me. Like someone approached me out, I want to meet them. They're amazing. I look at all their assets. I look at the volume that they're doing and I look at everything. And then if like nine times out of 10, I'm going to say like, no, you're not a fit. And I'm not willing to do that and risk my relationship. But if they are, then it's me going to Katie or, you know, these different people saying, Hey, this person wants an introduction to you. Either they're paying me a flat rate or they did this. Here's all the due diligence that I did on their offer. I'm just wondering, do you want an introduction to them or not? And most of the time it's a 50, 50, it's like, yes or no. Right. But it's like clear. And then I have other people that are like, send me intros to whoever you want. I don't even care if I know them. Just do a re-intro, yeah. doesn't matter, right? Like I'm cool with it. But like, you know, you, you start to get more sophisticated. You you want to make sure when you're doing intro swaps that you're also comparing people of similar size. Like mm -hmm. a really easy one's like, oh, I took my leaderboard and then, you know, my number 10 person, I would love to introduce you to your number 10 person. Like, right. If they're similar size, these. right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Similar size. Or just like, just kind of looking at that other ones. Um, you know, obviously are like uh, talking to like your account rep, if you have that at a network, right? Like yours, like, but give them the tools like you just said to make them successful, have a list of who you're already working with, you know, like the people you want to meet, like, you know, all these, like give them clarity. And for me, I like to say, hey, anybody that, you know, is in health and wellness that, you know, works with women over 45, that, you know, drives a million or more a month in sales is somebody that I want to meet. Like, I'm really curious, right? So just like kind of getting really clear. Um, obviously masterminds are another one, like masterminds are a great place to find top affiliate partners, but you need to understand the makeup of the mastermind, right? Like if you have a health and wellness offer and you're in a, a personal development or biz op mastermind, not to say that you're wasting your time, you're not, 
but you're really slowing down your progress when you could go join a mastermind that's health and wellness focused that has a bunch of affiliate partners that can promote yeah. you and get you ROI like that. Let's go right? back to the like, fun, so, right? Like what do you want to get out of yeah. that mastermind? Cause you probably will get a lot of right. value from a different niche, right? But you're just not going to get as much right. traffic partners from it, which might be fine. 100%. You might just need tactics or business strategies versus traffic. Right. But if that's why you're going is for traffic. Exactly. Right. And I would say too. And also knowing who you are, right? Yeah. Which is mm -hmm. like, if you're an affiliate manager and you're going to an event with like 95% business owners, maybe this would be a better event for your business owner to go to than you, right? Yeah. So it's just like kind of understanding the makeup of what's going on in that group. Or is, is there like, a, it seems like people kind of get hung up on the sales of Mastermind sometimes like, oh, this looks like really good. I'd see like the promo reel. I would say we've done due diligence because we get help for sponsoring stuff all the time, right? As ClickBank as a brand. And we see the promo reels and we know the people who go to them and we reach out to them and get candid feedback, right? Like, hey, who's right. going to this thing? Is it worth it? Like who? And half the time we hear, oh, and it's all the same people you'll see at these other masterminds you go to already. Right. And so right. it's, if you want to just meet them more, sure, but there's not a lot of net new. And that's the kind of feedback we're trying to get. And same with anyone else is going. It's like reaching out to the people you've seen go to them, get candid feedback, tell them what you're looking to get out of it. And they'll tell you, it's like, yeah, I think it was, will be really good for you. Or eh, maybe not. Maybe you should think of this one over here. Right. Right. And I, I love that. I was just doing due diligence and the best connections that I've ever made have been from masterminds. Yeah. And a lot of times we're even talking business there, mm -hmm. you know, and of course like industry conferences, right? It's like a mastermind is different than a conference, right? A mastermind is usually max 150 people, right? Yeah. Usually, a conference like, for me so is like some you cast a wide net and you meet a bunch of people right. and then the mastermind is where you get to go deeper with them, right? And just kind of right. get one-on-one -on -one time or one-on-10 -on time, right? With a few people versus just, right. Hey, I'm at a, 600 people at various parties <laughs> you'll have that name recognition right. but you get to actually meet them when you see them at a mastermind right so i think that's the other one was like is it a mastermind or is it a conference right a conference is going to be thousands of people traditionally a mastermind is going to be much smaller because you know people ask me all the time because i own a mastermind company they're like what's a mastermind and it's like well to me really simply it's a group of entrepreneurs that are willing to you know reveal what's working for them what's not candidly you know, with each other and to, to become like a family to support each other through the highs and lows of business, because it can be exhilarating, it can be devastating. And so, you know, it's just a group that's going to hold you and that, you know, we're going to literally give you, like walk you through the funnels that are making us millions of dollars a year, give you access to the vendors that have been helping us solve our problems, right? Like it's a different type of environment and it's certainly worth the price of admission it just needs to be the right one, right? And and then the you know the industry events like Traffic Conversion, Blitz Summit West, like you know Clipping Platinum Summit, like they all are going to be a little bit different, and you know you treat them in a, in a different way. Like to me, it's like like you said, casting a much wider net at those than than at a traditional mastermind. So th that's another one. Do intros. Um, an another good one is um, you know deciding to pay faster, pay more. That's another one that will attract more affiliates to you, right? Being willing to yeah, what, what are the actual being... terms of your affiliate program, right? right? Are they <laughs> right? You know, exactly. So you can get twenty percent on a two-day cookie and not right. thirty payments. It's like, okay, <laughs> not going to get yeah. much traction, right? Yeah. Right. I'm going to pay you in one hundred and twenty days. You're just like, what? Yeah. No, right? So it's just it. It's just kind of knowing and also knowing who you're working with. Like some people are good with long-term money, and some people want money a little less money, but they want it like yesterday, right? So it's just kind of knowing landscape of who you're working with and then you know just finding the right group the right groups will change everything for you right and i just think like looking at who's 
following this podcast, you know, getting on ClickBank and, and, and working with them and getting to the point where you have an account rep, like all these things, some of them take time and, and research and energy, but they're always worth it. And I wish that I could tell you that I could wave a magic wand and have your offer performing like amazing. And like, everyone's going to come to you because you're just a real good guy. But like the, the benefit and, and the con of doing affiliate marketing is that it is a relationship-based business. And so in order to do that and have a good relationship, you need to put work and effort in, but it's going to pay off. Yes. Like it really mm -hmm. will. No, that's what I love about this industry is that it does directly feed effort and results. Like, right. As long as you're working on the right things, you will get ROI from it. It might just not be on the timeline you're hoping for. What's that? What's that term that people right. get thrown all the time? People overestimate where they'll be in a year and yeah. underestimate where they'll be in three. Right. So 100%. it's like, <laughs> and that's true with anything. Um, and then too, you did a, I was going to say, I'm going to plug some stuff for you because I was expecting you to do that there a little bit, but, um, <laughs> right. I think Matt, uh, Mimosa mastermind, which we'll be at here in a few weeks in Cabo. It's one of the better ones that I've ever been to. Cause you cultivate the room, you help align people with who they need to meet. And it's a great place to come and meet like-minded entrepreneurs. If that's the right group for you to be in. Um, right. so mastermind or excuse me, Mimosa mastermind is a great one for people to check out. And then I would love for you to talk quickly before we wrap up about traffic tribe. Um, cause I think that's a little silver bullet that the people who are in it really get it and get a lot of value yeah. from it. And I think other people are like, what is that again? I don't really understand it, but I think that's a great yeah. place to learn and get consistent traffic if you've got the right offer. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. So I think, you know, I built two things that I felt like solved a problem in the marketplace and the, the two problems that I was seeing one on the mastermind side, which is mimosa is. I wanted the people that I saw from stage, like Perry Belcher and Rich Sheffern and like you or like, you know, other people that I wanted to, to work with, I wanted them to get off stage and work with my business, like put their hands on it. Right. And give me their specific feedback. So that's what we do at our events is like the experts get off stage and work with you one-on-one -on -one and solve your biggest challenges. And we do that based on an intake form. Your intake forms also determine who you're sitting by. So it's like a bumble business. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it's really important. So if you're talking about picking a mastermind, a big component of me is who's running the mastermind, mm -hmm. who's leading it. Because if the onus is completely on the person who's paying money to make a return, that's going to be a challenge for me just in how I run my life. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm going to pay, but I also want some inclusion into a group, especially if it's new and like trying to get ROI from the event itself, not just the long tail. So that's one of the ways that we separated out and it's great for e-commerce businesses, direct response, particularly health, wellness, and financial. That's the thing that we're the strongest in. We have 150 people that come out every year and we, we have a lot of fun together. Right. So it's like, it's, it's important. That's separate from tribe, which in my mind has the ability to just exponentially grow. And the reason why we built that is it came during the height of COVID and it's just shown me that it's needed no matter what, as the world opens back up, we still need a community of people that are dedicated to growing their company with affiliate marketing. Right. So that's the one thing we have 230 companies in there right now. It's a membership. And that what is similar about each individual company in there is that they're all growing with affiliate marketing, every single one of them. They have decided by coming into the community that this is something that's important to them. So we meet, you know, one to two times a month. 
we share our best strategies. We shamelessly plug our offers, right? We're asking for the business. It's a safe place and to we're do it, right? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe place to do it. Yeah. And then you have me and my team, they're coaching your team on how to pitch your offers better, you know, and challenging them to get better, right? So it's, it's not only a community of like-minded people where we're bringing in new people every single month so that you don't have to spend as much time going out and recruiting. That's a big part of it that I wanted to solve but also that you have a group of experienced leadership that this is all we do every single day. I don't have jobs at a bunch of other different companies. Like this is all I do is I train companies on how to get better with their affiliate marketing. And once a month we're coming on and we're giving them feedback on their pitches, on their offer, questioning them on why they're not hitting targets. You know, it's just, it's really important to have a community that's just focused on becoming better at affiliate marketing from experienced leaders and in a place that's affordable, you know what I mean? Like it's $4,000 for the entire year. That's like nothing. If you think about how much it costs for you to go to one event on average, we run the numbers about five grand when you're done with the hotels and you're done with the flights and you're done with <laughs> yeah. the food, getting sucked into paying for a table, you know, all the things it's like one event, five grand, you know, the price of this for a year is four grand. And I want it to make it a no brainer. There's big companies in there. Like no, if you've got a, you have a good offer with companies. the people I know yeah. in there, you can ROI that. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time at all. yeah. And then you have traffic, you know, and you're getting traffic mm -hmm. from most of those people that are willing to do reciprocals for you or at the very least willing to take your money to prepay your offer, their experience, affiliate marketers in there for the most part. And it's just going to continue to grow. So I think that that's really important for anybody that's doing affiliate marketing. They should join something like tribe. I don't know anything else like that out yeah. there. But certainly we'd love to have them because it's, you know, it's so fun watching them grow. It's so fun getting testimonials from people like, hey, I joined Tribe and, you know, we were, we were doing well on affiliate marketing, but we really wanted to have our first six-figure launch. We literally got a testimonial like this. Well, I'm happy to report that we did our first six-figure launch and 400,000 of it came from Tribe members, right? So it's like there is actual business being done in addition to the community, in addition to the teaching there's real business getting done in there. And that's really important for anybody doing affiliate marketing. No, I love that. No, thank you for the plug. Cause I think yeah. it's a very valuable plug. Um, cause I've, I've been in there and it's a great group of people and same thing with the events you run. They're always, I always love going to them cause I know I'm going to get some good value out of it for the people I meet or things I learn. So. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate you asking. I never want to come on and like plug my stuff, but you know, if you're asking, no, I, you're I, I, I believe bit. in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's my heart in, in these two communities and you know, people can go out and build their own Rolodex or they can tap into mine and my Rolodex is really big. Right. So I think that's another, you know, add a kind of shortcut in there. And I really care, you know, it's like, it's the leadership that cares. One of the reasons why I gravitate towards much towards ClickBank because I know you're there and Dom there and Dom's there and Jen's there and Kelly's there. Like, you know, there, there's a leadership component there that really matters. And that's the same for us and tribe and Mimosa. And it's the same in any groups that we're a part of or any people that we partner with. It's like the leadership and the DNA of the company is just so important when you're deciding who to work with and who to spend your money with. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. You do business with good people and it all comes back around. Well, Amber, I want to let you respect your time. I know you're always a very busy person, so thank you for hopping on with us here. I think we've done a great job outlining how to define and understand and hunt for these super affiliates, no matter what that means to the business that's looking for them or the person looking for them. And really, in my opinion, it comes down to knowing, liking, and trusting and kind of building that across community and then understanding on a tactical and detail level who's the right fit for you and how are you the right fit for others. Once you understand those kind of three core things, go execute. Mm -hmm. So. 
Yeah, I love, dude, this was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoy you so much, and I love the team that, that's there recording too. So thanks for having me on. Oh, of course. Yeah, thanks so much, Amber, and happy scaling. Thanks so much for tuning into Affiliated. That was Amber Spears on all about recruiting super affiliates for your brand. Do give us a like and rating and whatever app you're listening to this on, it really helps us out. Comments are great too, because we like to know how we're doing. We are mixed today by Jake Smith. It was overseen by Taylor Utt, our fearless leader, Kelly Householder, letting us drive the ship with Kuba, the VP of marketing. I'm Thomas McMahon, happy scaling, go get it. Mm-hmm.